It's Monday night. You know exactly what time it is. It's the Grateful Yardy presents Raw in a 30 minutes or less. It's your boy Drew giving y'all the lowdown on the June 7, 2021 edition of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into all of that, past episodes of the Grateful Yardy podcast are available on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. You can hit me up with an email at MrDrewWrestling99 at gmail.com. MrDrewWrestling99 at gmail.com. And you can check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Grateful Yardy. And Grateful is spelled G-R, the number 8, F-U-L. So, let's jump into Monday Night Raw. And quick shout out to my cat. Julesy for jumping in on the recording. Big ups to she. You know what it is. And we're having a heat wave here in the greater Toronto area. So, you know, sometimes the cats don't know what they're doing. But maybe she has an opinion on the June 7th edition. Or, or yeah, June 7th edition of Monday Night Raw. So, we begin the show with Randy Orton's music. And Jimmy Smith welcomes the fans to Monday Night Raw. Say that fast three times and take a shot. And then pretty much this whole segment is the tag team's jockeying position to get a number one contendership match together to face the champions, which are AJ Styles and Amos. So Orton and Riddle are a team. The New Day came out. Um, the Viking Raiders came out. And then that all set up to match number one of the program, which was... RK Bro, which is Randy Orton and Riddle, versus The New Day, which is Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Mace and T-Bar from the former group Retribution. The Viking Raiders, which are Eric and Ivar, versus Lindsay Dorado and John Morrison. Odd tag team there, but the reason why Morrison is not teaming with Miz because Miz is injured after his match with Zombies at WrestleMania Backlash. Whew. All of this tag team turmoil is for the number one contender to face AJ Styles and Amos at Hell in a Cell. And the winner of this match was the Viking Raiders at 10 minutes 30 seconds to become your number one contenders. And after the match, AJ Styles, who was on commentary, said this is exactly what they wanted. He said they were here to entertain and trust him. They show the replays after the match, which includes the ending sequence with Riddle's re-entry. Uh, the Viking Raiders yell at Styles and Amos from Ringstowns a lot, which was pretty much comedical. Then we go into another segment where we're talking about Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, and Nikki Cross's entanglement with their Beat the Clock saga over the past two weeks. And we saw Nikki survive them both. Um, then their show, Sonya Deville is speaking to Adam Pierce as Charlotte Fair appears. Charlotte says she was in, was publicly pressured into the match and she wants the match stricken from the record. Pierce and Deville say it was a match she agreed to, so they can't change that. Fair says that they're just jealous of her and demands a rematch. Then Rhea Ripley approaches and says she enjoys seeing Flair getting flustered. Rhea Ripley says that she she's the only one who deserves a rematch because she actually respects Nikki Cross, DeVille says. They sh- should team against Cross and a partner of Cross is choosing. Flair says unlikely her partner 
she can be professional about that and they cut to commercial break so let me just that was the first segments and we spent 30 minutes of the first segment talking and only 10 minutes on a match i'm just saying priorities last time i checked the company was called world wrestling entertainment there's a ring you're supposed to wrestle in it tell your stories that way get your your angles across in the professional wrestling ring but sometimes the wwe doesn't do that and i forgot they're not wrestling they're sports entertainment then we go to the back and there's a um a replay showing the viking radio winning and they were yelling raid 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 then Amos and Styles approached. Amos was holding a turkey leg. Then he took a bite. Styles says to them, the Viking Raiders are wannabe Vikings because they use electricity and mirrors. Eric says it's about honoring their ancestors. Amos took another bite of his turkey leg. and walk off. Then Jimmy Smith, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxon shifted to Alexis Playground. They replayed older bits sliced together. She was once upon a time. Once She said, once upon a time, this is Alexa. There was a little girl who was lost and she was rescued by the darkness. It was protected and nurtured her along the way she was. She unlocked something truly evil. She shifted and introduced Lily, the dolly. Uh, she, Alexa continues on and says, they're fun. Just get, their fun is just getting started as they showed Reginald's encounter. Then they hyped Shayna Baszler being on Alexa Bliss's playground later on. Elias was in the ring as Mike Rome introduced him. Elias without Jackson Ryker after last week's attack. They said there will there will be no other introduction tonight. He said to Ryker he could have been walking out here as the tag team champions, but they're not blaming Ryker. Um, Elias says if Riker only listed, they would have won. But Riker had become completely unhinged. He said he had to get away. Then showed a replay of him abandoning Riker during their match last week. And Riker's lost. That pretty much subsequently ended up to Riker's loss. Elias then goes on a bag of more long talking about what happened and they need to walk. He should have walked, should have chose to walk with Elias. Then suddenly Riker appears and he attacks out of nowhere. He has a military stop buzz cut now. He tossed the guitar on the ring. He went back and attacked Elias. They were really going at it with really, really going with the Riker face turn and the referees separated them and we went to commercial break which takes us into match number two of the program which is Elias and Jackson Riker and the winner of that this match was Jackson Riker in three minutes by count out. Then there was a recap of last week with Drew McIntyre and, Ed, and not Eddie Kingston, Kofi Kingston. Eddie Kingston is on AEW Dynamite. You get my promotion straight here. And then we go to commercial break. Then we go to a contract signing. And we all know this in the history of professional wrestling. Contract signings never go right. Somebody's always going through a table. Somebody's always getting beat up. This, that, and the third. So this is another contract signing between Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. And the stipulation is this. Lashley says if McIntyre loses at Hell in the Cell, McIntyre can never challenge for the WWE title as long as Lashley is still champion. And Drew says, cool, I'm cool with that, but you have to face me in trying in my 
good Vince McMahon voice, hell in a cell, and Lashley agrees. So that's pretty much the contract signing. They both stare down each other. So at the Hell in the Cell Network special on Peacock and the WWE Network here in the Great White North, Lashley versus McIntyre in a Hell in the Cell for the 94th billion, 397th time, and I'm tired of seeing it. Uh, we go into hour number two, and we're still doing the whole Lashley and and um, McIntyre thing. I pretty much told you exactly what that was going to be leading up until Sunday. Then we shifted up to Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross talks a whole long bag of long talking as usual. And she admires Asuka and does Asuka's catchphrase because Asuka's with her. Then Sheamus' music hits. He's wearing a face mask like Rip Hamilton. Shout out Detroit basketball. After suffering a broken nose. They went to break, hyping the Ricochet and Umberto match. Which we see Sheamus is on the mic. He's talking about injustice because his face. He can't compete because his face matchup. Then... Humberto leaps at him, followed by Ricochet. They go at it. They beat each other up, which leads to match number three, folks. And trust me, this show is boring as crap. If you don't smoke a spliff or eat some nice jerk chicken with a red striped beer, it ain't going to go by fast. And I'm trying to give it to you in less than 30 minutes. So, match number three is Ricochet and Humberto Carrero for the number one contendership for Sheamus' United States Championship. And the number one contender is nobody because they went into a televised draw. It t- the match was televised in 15, not 15, 5 minutes, 13 seconds with a double count out, which obviously is going to lead to Humberto Ricochet versus Sheamus in a triple threat for the United States Championship at Hell in a Cell. Uh, we, we have more long talking again. This time it's with MVP. And the New Day, and they're just long talking about history and on this, that, and third. As usual, WWE is all bag of chat, no action. And pretty much the segment ends with Lashley saying, or not Lashley, MVP saying no. And it's all about prestige. And then they walk away and we go to break. And MVP did raise some legitimate points and told his personal surgery collectively sold, sold it for for not me, but sold it for other people that were watching the show. Hell, I got a little emotional listening to MVP that saw Kingston's celebration and win, which Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. I was the one that Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte main evented. That's where Kofi Kingston won the title, and that was the first time that a African, a, a male in of African descent won the WWE Championship, and that would make him the at the time, the second black man to hold the prestigious WWE Championship. Then there was a Eva Marie vignette, which nobody gives a crap, that's telling us that she will be back next week. Nobody cares. I don't care. Maybe people do care. I just don't. Uh, then they shifted the recap from the tag team turmoil, and then they hyped the Kingston Riddle match for later tonight. Mastor was in the back long talking with Mustafa Ali. He was the leader of Retribution. Mansoor was ready for a fair fight against Drew Drulak. No eye pokes, all that great jazz. And then Jimmy says said he was very excited to call a Hardy match his first. 
And they showed a pre-recorded promo from Hardy saying in the locker room they use a lot of have a lot of respect inflated equals like Cedric Alexander, and then we're showing Cedric Alexander. He's gonna uh, Jeff Hardy says he's gonna show Alexander that respect is earned, not given. And they cut to commercial break, which takes us to match number four: Jeff Hardy, Cedric Alexander, formerly of the CNC Music Factory, with the color commentator um, Caprice Coleman. At Ring of Honor. Bring you back with that history. You don't know. How the thing set. Alright. Jeff Hardy wins this match by Swanton in about 6 minutes. Then they show Ripley stretching. And Flair literally backed into a pitcher. She told Ripley to follow her lead. And Ripley told, and told Ripley to handle Cross while Flair handles Asuka. So pretty much tag team partners that don't want to be tag team partners are trying to get on the same page before their match and we cut to commercial break then we go to match number five which is real ripley and charlotte flair versus nikki cross and asuka that takes us into our number three this match does and the winner of the match is asuka nikki cross at three minutes uh, not three minutes 13 minutes and 23 seconds then they shifted to alexa bliss's playground with lily she said not only did Blazer, Shayna Blazer ruin their play date last week, but she also said Lily was a stupid dar. She covered Lily's ears. She said that see what happens later tonight when Shayna comes to play with them and that it will be a real scream. And then we go to commercial break. Then we go into match number six of the program but before we go into that match they returned with a video recap of the contract signing which drew mcintyre which i forgot to tell y'all he chopped the ch- the table in half with his sword like braveheart or he-man prince adam over here but we go into match number six which is drew gulak versus mansoor and the winner of this match was mansoor in two minutes and 21 seconds with the world famous roll-up pin then they show Riddle in the back, and he's getting all hyped up with um, Randy Orton for his match against Kofi Kingston. Match number seven, Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods versus Riddle with Randy Orton. And the winner of this match was Kofi Kingston in 12 minutes and 20 seconds with his finish, Trouble in Paradise. Then they shifted to last week's Shayna Blazer and Reggie match, which was all about flip-flops and flies. Then um, they showed her attacking Reginald in the playhouse and calling Lily a stupid dog. That was last week. So we go into the Alexa playground segment, folks. And they return with the, the playground in the ring as Bliss was swinging with Lily in her hand. She said, normally this is a place for friends. And who knows, maybe it will make a new friend, right, Lily? She comes on, Lily be more open she says come on lily be a little bit more open-minded friends come in all different shapes sizes blood types and then Shayna baser's music hits Shayna slams the rocking horse to the mat and sat on the swing next to bliss who wasn't very who said that wasn't very nice bliss says Shayna did things that were naughty and they wanted to give Shayna a chance to be their new friend she said all Shayna had to do was apologize to Lily. Shayna said Bliss wants her to apologize to Adali. Shayna says Bliss is more delusional than she looks. 
She said, Bliss, this is the re- the reason behind Reginald's accident and the reason why her and Jax are no longer the tag team champions. Bliss laughed and said that this was silly and she would never do such a thing. She just wants to be friends. Lily said something to her. Bliss said that it's Shayna's best interest to apologize to Lily. Shayna stood up, snatched Lily out of Bliss's hand and said, Sorry that little dog, sorry Lily is still a stupid little dog. Bliss exploded with a right hand to the jaw and attacked Blazer. Blazer threw her out of the ring, then motioned as they were going to stomp on Lenny, which stopped Bliss in her tracks. Then they did an aerial cam shot with a view from the mat. Shayna stomped Lily and left the ring. When Blazer's music started playing awkwardly on the ref, flame shot up several times, causing Shayna to replete. As she headed to the bites, the lights flickered and things started falling over. She ran into the room and said, It's just a stupid doll and looked for an exit through all and all were locked. She traveled the halls more and entered the door. That's Shayna. Shayna then entered an open office, locked the door, shoved the, sho- the sofa and the love sleeper against the door and said, This is not happening, but the lights flickered. She turned to see a mirror with Lily sitting in its reflection behind her. She said no several times, but Lily wasn't there. She turned back. That's Shayna. She turned back to the mirror, and Lily was there, so she just started kicking the mirror and screaming. Lily was still seen in the broken shards of glass from the mirror. The show ended with a black screen and Shayna yelling as if she was attacked. Ah, Lord of mercy. And that was... The June 7th edition of Monday Night Raw. Some quick thoughts, final thoughts here in front. There was some good, and it was a whole leap of bad. A lot of good storytelling happened in some of the matching, but the decisions were questionably like Hardy winning. I guess it's just going to come down to how you take the final segment. If you liked it, the show was good. And if you didn't like it, the show wasn't. It's that simple, people. So, people, the next time you go hear your boy Drew talk the things about professional wrestling will be The Great Variety presents Friday Night Smackdown in a 30 minutes or less. Yes, again, AEW is not on Wednesday night due to the NBA playoffs on TNT. So, folks, you will not hear me talk about AEW in, in a full episode. I'll be talking about Smackdown. Also, I will be probably dropping in the next few weeks of non-wrestling um, episodes of the Great Variety Podcast, which I will talk about relationships, and I will talk about fatherhood, because we got my wedding anniversary, 11 years strong with my wife, love her to death, so I'm going to give you some, some of my opinions and my tips that makes a relationship grow and be strong. And I will give my thoughts to good, bad, and ugly of being a West Indian, a Jamaican father, how that worked with me growing up, and how that works with me today being a father of two wonderful, amazing, pretty black girls. also want to give my condolences to the family that lost their life in that horrible, horrible, horrible terrorist attack in London, Ontario on Sunday night. Um, all, all of us here at the Grateful Yardy Podcast would like to give our condolences to that family. What occurred is dirty, nasty, and stink. And hopefully the man that did it will be put to justice. 
also want to give a big shout out to the Montreal Canadiens that won their series against the Winnipeg Jets. So they are the kings of the North. They will go into the fight. They're the first team to clinch the final four spot in the NHL playoffs. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets for them bossing up the, the Milwaukee Bucks in game two. Um, thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram. That is Drew underscore wrestling 99. You can find me on Twitter. That is the wrestling 99. And until next time, folks, be inspired, be kind, be excited, and always, always, always remain grateful. Peace. Until the philosophy which hold one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned everywhere is war it's a war that until they're no longer first class and second class citizens of any nation until the color of a man's skin is of no more significance than the color of his eyes miss a war that until the basic human rights are equally guaranteed to all without regard to race and is a war that until that day the dream of lasting peace